Hello and welcome to the Moonshots Master Series. It's episode 23. I'm your co-host, Mike Parsons, and as always, I'm joined by Mark Pearson Freeland. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Moonshots family, members, listeners, and everyone around the world who's dialing in. Thank you for joining us on the Moonshots Master Series. And boy, Mike, do we have, I know I say this every time, but this is a genuine action-packed Master Series episode today. One might say, Mark, we are going to go deep. We're going to go deep. We're going to go into the realms of our minds, the realms of our breathing and the science behind all of this good stuff that orientates itself around mindfulness. Mindfulness, obviously, Mike, a huge topic that a lot of us probably started looking into more over the past few years. It's undeniable that it's been around for a lot longer than that. But I think what we're going to be able to start illustrating and most likely breathing in today is a real um, case for all of us taking a little bit more time and a little bit more practice or consideration with regards to this idea of mindfulness, but also what the hell does it mean? Understanding all of that. I know it is such a big topic, isn't it? I think we could have done like five master series, Mark, if, on mindfulness, <laughs> if we wanted to like cover all bases, don't you? It's yeah. such a huge and space and it's a bit amorphous. Like it does, you're absolutely right. It's like, what exactly do we mean by mindfulness? Mm. And hopefully you and I can answer that question together and share that with all of our members and our, our listeners. And for me, Mark, I, I want to share with you that mindfulness is is really no different than working out at the gym or going for a run. It's something you've got to work on continuously mm. and you need so many different tools to get it done right. But at the heart of it, it's the opportunity to go beyond all of the crazy thoughts that we have every day. I think that's what we're going to do together in this show. You are not your thoughts. There is some deeper being behind that. There is a moment of great peacefulness of great calm, of stillness that is behind all those thoughts. And if you can find that stillness, if you can rest your mind, your body, your heart, and just be, that's where we can get in tune really with our essence, the best version of ourselves. And if that feels a little too hokey pokey, at least you're relaxing and letting go and feeling more rested. So depends how you want to take mindfulness. We're going to go in many different directions on this master series. But Mark, for me, this is an essential practice. If you're trying to do something challenging, if you're trying to be the best version of yourself, it's all about energy and go forth, but it is equal, equally about the calmness, the reflection, the recharging. And I think we're going to serve that today, aren't we, Mark? We've got some absolute big hitters of mindfulness of tapping into your subconsciousness. We're going to do some inspiration, some deep science, some simple practices that you can take home. For me, Mark, I really hope that together we can unpack this for all of our members and that they walk away with this feeling a little bit more peaceful. I I like that build a lot, Mike. It's not necessarily all about meditation necessarily for those listeners and members who maybe have experienced meditation, try to get into it. It's not only about that. That's not the case we're making here. I think you're right. There's a much broader benefit that a lot of us can have, whether it just comes down to that rest and recovery. Sometimes when I've got an individual, including myself, who gets a bit stressed, you almost just want to 
help them understand, get back into the moment. I think that's what we're going to try and make the case for here, Mike. And along the way, like you say, we're going to experience some pretty interesting folks. So the question, Mike, is are we ready to get started? Oh, yeah. And I I would just say to all of our members, strap in, get ready, because Mark is about to drop one serious heavyweight clip. I have to kick us off, to get us inspired, and to help us understand the benefits as well as the power of understanding and utilizing our mind correctly is Mr. Joseph Murphy, the author of The Power of Your Subconscious Mind, who's going to kick us off by helping us understand that whatever you give attention to, the subconscious mind magnifies. Give to the world the best you have, and the best will come back to you. Give love, and love to your heart will flow, as strength in your utmost need. Have faith, and a score of hearts will show their faith in your word and deed. For life is the mirror of king and the beggar. Tis just what you are and do. Then give to the world the best you have, and the best will come back to you. To adjust is to fit, adapt, accommodate, regulate, to put in working order. In order to adjust to life, it is necessary that you become a channel through which the life principle flows freely, harmoniously, joyously, and lovingly. The solution to all your problems is to get acquainted with and use the divine presence and power in your life. Acquaint now thyself with him and be at peace, and good shall come unto thee. I suggest that each person establish a definite method of working that he practice it regularly and systematically every day. For example, determine for yourself what is the most troublesome problem you have. Decide to solve this problem now by realizing that infinite intelligence within you knows the way out. Its nature is to respond to you. It knows only the answer, and the nature of infinite intelligence is responsiveness. That is, your answer is as certain as the rising of the moon tonight. One young man in our audience had experienced a poverty complex for many years and had received no answers to his prayers. He had prayed for prosperity, but the fear of poverty continuously weighed on his mind. Naturally, he attracted more lack and limitation. Your subconscious mind accepts the dominant of two ideas. This is a law. After talking with him, he learned to pray as follows. I know there is only one source, the life principle from which all things flow. It created the universe and all things therein contained. I am a focal point of the divine presence. My mind is open and receptive. I am a free-flowing channel for harmony, beauty, guidance, wealth, and the riches of the infinite. I know that wealth, health, prosperity, and success are released from within and appear on the without. I am now in harmony with the infinite supply. And just as I would adjust an instrument in my laboratory, I am now mentally adjusting my focused attention on the eternal source of all blessings. I wish for everyone all the blessings of life. I am open and receptive to God's riches, spiritual, mental, and material. And they flow to me in avalanches of abundance. This young man changed his attitude of mind and focused on divine riches rather than poverty and made it a special point not to deny what he affirmed. 
In a month's time, his whole life was transformed. He affirmed the bulk routes morning and evening for about 10 minutes, knowing that he was actually writing down these truths in his subconscious mind, causing the latter to be activated and to release the hidden treasures. Whatever you impress on your subconscious mind is expressed on the screen of space, and your conscious mind is the pen, P-E-N, the thinker, and what you think and feel comes to pass. Man, oh man, Marky Mark, we are hearing from one of the biggest heavyweights of mindfulness, tapping the subconscious, or just opening up, you know, the best version of yourself. Ah, where do we start with this one? <laughs> I mean, it's a... It's it's a heavyweight clip to kick us off, Mike. And but, it's, but that's but that's good, right? Because exactly that gets us all in the right headspace. Perhaps we should do this little game, Mike. Like, okay, what we heard there is really uh, the story and one of the highest regarded uh, scientists, uh, the real masters of the subconscious mind and, and mindfulness, telling us and setting a vision for us and inspiring us to really manifest, right? Mm. And I think that that comes down to this uh, simple turn. You can choose to think, feel, and believe that you will be the best version of yourself or not. Mm. It's like that is the most fundamental thing. You can choose to be a victim and say everything is conspiring against me. The weather's bad. I forgot my umbrella. Oh my gosh, poor me, right? <laughs> yep. Or, you know, some of the much more heavier duty things we tend to do. Mm. The other option is you can say, here's what I am. Here's what I will do. And you can manifest, visualize, and practice what it looks, feels like to be the best version of yourself. For mm. example, we talk a lot about running on the show. If you want to run a marathon, you could start every day by priming your subconscious with affirmations. I am a runner. Yep. I will run hard today. Those are things that you can do before the act. And after you've done it, you can praise yourself for doing such a thing. And this becomes a very practical way to step from like, hey, I'd really like to be successful. I'd really like to be the best version of myself or the best runner I can be. And this is how we shift into actually getting it done is using things like affirmations, visualizations, writing it down. For example, something we've talked about a lot is don't dream just of you crossing the finish line, but the highest form of tapping your subconscious is this, is when you say, I'm running the marathon and I will encounter real hardship and I am going to push through it. I'm going to accept that it's hard and push through. I believe this is, this is where the champions are really made. This is where people who become the very best, who manifest it, is when they're not only dreaming of the destination, but they're manifesting and visualizing and affirming to themselves that when life happens, right? When things don't go right, they are prepared to keep going. Because mm. I think many of us who don't tap our subconscious minds at the first sign of hardship, we run for the hills. 
I think you're totally right. And this is really the core message that we discovered within our Joseph Murphy show, wasn't it? Mm. It's a, 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 which was show number uh, 210 for listeners and members who want to dig in a little bit deeper into Joseph Murphy. But Mike, you're, you're totally right. That synopsis there is, I think, one of the key pieces that impresses itself upon me, re-listening and being reintroduced back into the, that world of Joseph Murphy. The resilience, I suppose you could call it in one way, but more importantly, I suppose, is the discipline you have within yourself to not be too bogged down or distracted by those moments that become very challenging mm. when you can feel that discomfort. Maybe it's not as substantial as physical discomfort. Maybe it's just something like you say, training for a marathon. You don't necessarily want to have to get up and run in the cold and the rain. A small, they can be as small as that or as substantial as a, a right. life moment. But you're right. Whatever, as Joseph Murphy was calling out there, whatever you choose to impress upon yourself, you then express back onto the world. And I think that as a takeaway for me is so substantial because yes. it reminds me that if I'm, and we've used this uh, analogy before, this metaphor before, if we're kind of like a, a coffee percolator and we're living in kind of negative thoughts, we're, 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 those negative thoughts are only getting stronger like a cup of coffee. Aren't they? Yeah. And it's hard to then not uh, expel some of that maybe negativity once we're out and about. Suddenly the guy who's crossed the road uh, in front of me, you know, is, is the worst person mm. in the world. When really, like you were saying, if you've got that discipline to A, stick at it, B, enjoy the journey and C, have that patience and resilience to carry on through practices like we're going to experience today, then you can express a much more positive, peaceful and pleasant version yeah. of yourself to everybody else around you, can't you? Yeah, you certainly can. And, um, the the choice to go about life that way is probably one of the biggest victories you can have when it comes to being mindful is that you're not going to be a victim to the thoughts, uh, the monkey mind, but you're going to take control of things and realize that you are so much greater than your self-doubt. You are so much greater than your fears and know that it's natural to have those because what we've learned, Mark, is the greatest, the greatest people on this planet, whether it's Oprah Winfrey or David Goggins, they all experience the same doubts. Mm. The difference is they don't give in to those thoughts. They rise above them. And that is a form of mindfulness, knowing that you are a greater thing than the self-doubt that you experience. So with that being said, Mark, I think we need to go to the master himself. Let's go to David Goggins and hear what he's got to say about mental toughness and finding the mindfulness behind it all. People hear my story and think this guy is sadistic. I realize how the, how the brain works. I figured out how the brain works. I, I'm a scared kid and that's what gives me so much power. I had no foundation and I built this off of just researching the mind the feeling you get is basically invincibility you realize that you can't do it all the time when you need to do it i know i can go to a place that i can live in and when you know that you can run on broken legs and you can do certain things that a lot of people can do but they're not willing to do this power this sympathetic nervous system of fight or flight and you're fighting, it, it gives you this charge of energy 
of when you're sitting there at 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning and you're duct taping your feet up because you're broken and you're doing it by yourself and you're going through arguably one of the hardest training in the world and these guys, most of them are healthy and you're going through it broken and you are at a disadvantage but you're still there you can feed into that and tap into that for a lot of power but if you look at it well I'm broken man like I'm not going to make it but if you look at it as man I'm broken and I'm still here and I'm fighting and I'm going to find a way to get through this because I have no other place to go it gives you a lot of power when things start to suck really really bad my brain and a lot of people's brain they, they don't go to your dad beating you up your brain says we ain't out of here this is miserable so anger goes away a lot of times when you're suffering because your brain just says we gotta run we gotta go so that anger is not popping up saying oh I'm gonna show them I'm gonna show those people no there has to be a much deeper when I say deeper it has to be down to mineral mineral soil it has to be down to that nice mineral soil where nothing can burn You can't burn dirt. So it has to be down that low that literally is something in you that's at the core of your soul. And but you but you don't find it unless you spend a lot of time with what you want to be in life. You I I can't give that to you. You can't give it to somebody. When when you find your true passion in life, and my passion for me when like, oh I want to be now I give Navy SEALs, Army Round give a shit. I want to serve my country. I cared about, I want to be someone that I'm proud of. 